American Ground Radio. Freshly roasted, award-winning blend. Taste and aroma so good, you'll want to come back again and again. That's funny. He never asks for a second cup at home. We choose to go to the moon and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. It is time for us to realize that we are too great a nation to limit ourselves to small dreams. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis Sar Abalone. You know, the war in Ukraine uh-huh. is complex to many of us. Many of us don't understand the thousands or the thousand years or so of complicated history between the Ukrainian people and the Russians. We don't necessarily understand the scores and the old scores and the, the bad blood that every inch of that land is drenched in generations of. Let me explain it to you. It's easy. Russia has a strategic need of what's called strategic depth. Russia was invaded by France in the Napoleonic Wars. They got all the way to Moscow, and it was only winter that drove them away. The Germans came in. The Germans came in World War I. The Germans came in and again in World War II. The only thing, Moscow, for in order for Moscow to feel safe, it has got to have a whole bunch of land between it and any other country. And when there's not enough land between Moscow and other countries, Moscow starts to feel paranoid and Moscow starts to feel like it could be invaded at any single moment. But the how is where the problem lies. Russia should have. Mm -hmm. They could have been stopped under President Obama President Obama uh-huh. in 2014 when it seized Crimea. Absolutely. We should and, have and demanded it, that Russia give Crimea back. And it could have even been deterred by a show of strength from a stronger president like dispatching a carrier strike group to sit in the Black Sea or, you know, you know mm. what I'm saying? Well, that's, or, that's a little risky because you could well, take out a whole... You would be within shooting distance of St. Petersburg. Yeah, but they'd be within shooting distance of your entire carrier fleet with some ship missiles, uh, surface to, to well, ship then, missiles. Well, then they're talking about escalating an entire other war. I agree. But, but little but little things like that I'll tell you where th- could have made a difference, but now we're at war. Make no mistake about it. This country is at war, and we are sending arms to Ukraine at such a clip that Roosevelt, would have denied Churchill before we declared war on Germany. We're at the yeah, we're at the level where we were with Lindlease basically before World War II of we weren't we're not in a shooting war and, no, and Russia's not shooting not Russia's not trying to sink American ships the way Germany was actually no, sinking American ships. Stephen, Joe Biden has put us in the position of supplying a total war effort against Russia without declaring a war and ramping up production and mobilizing the nation. And what does this mean? What this means is he's exhausting our military. He's draining our stockpiles of military materials dry while simultaneously straining our supply lines to the breaking point and exacerbating an energy crisis. This is just completely out of control. Mm. Not to mention the humanity of this war. Uh, no, this this war is... The inhumanity of this war, I should put it. I agree, but the inhumanity of this war is 100% Vladimir Putin's fault. 100%. I don't care whose fault it is. The fact of the matter is... Why don't this you care co- whose fault it is? Because this country isn't acting. Because it, that's fine. Go ahead and recognize that it's I'm confused. Putin's problem. I'm confused. Are you saying this country is not acting, or are you saying this country is acting too much? We are acting in all the wrong ways. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying we're not doing anything to end this war. But yet uh, what we're doing is, is I, we're I don't ramping know. it up. Those, How do you end the war at this point without ramping I, it up? I, I understand. How? Because there's no way. The toothpaste is out of the tube. The he, horses look, are out of the barn. The reason why Vladimir Putin invaded this time under uh, Joe Biden, one, yes, he thought he could. But two, he needed to create a land bridge from Russia to Crimea. 
The only thing he had connecting Crimea to the rest of Russia was a, a, a physical bridge he built over the Black Sea. He needed a land bridge to that, and that is why he invaded. Now, he has that land bridge right now by having conquered territory in Ukraine. We cannot, as an international organization, as an international society, say, you know what? You can invade another country and get to keep the territory. You can't allow this to stand. And and there might be— I Just agree. like we could not allow Saddam Hussein to invade Kuwait and let that stand. But we are at war. This country. We are not at We are. Let me let me just lay this out for you. We have pumped one hundred and ten billion dollars in economic defense and yep. humanitarian relief, including twenty seven billion dollars in security assistance alone. I agree. Here's the other part. This is this is just a short inventory of the military equipment mm-hmm. that the United States has provided to Kiev. Okay. Okay. 31 M Abrams main battle tanks. We haven't provided those yet, but we've said we're going to. 90 striker armored personnel carriers. Some of those are in country. 109 Bradley infantry fighting vehicles. Mm-hmm. 20 M117 helicopters. 45 tanks. 10 command post vehicles. 300 armored uh patrol boats, excuse me. 100 armored medical treatment uh, vehicles, Mm -hmm. 72 howitzers, uh, uh, 72 105-millimeter howitzers. And those howitzers have done a good job. 160 155-millimeter howitzers, 38 high-mobility artillery rocket systems. The HIMARS are a big deal. And ammunition. The HIMARS are a big deal. And that's just the big stuff. The HIMARS actually gave the Ukraine the ability to take back territory from Russia. Uh, There's a a, a section in um, southeastern Ukraine. Uh, I believe the city is is Kherson. Uh, the, the Ukrainians were able to retake the city of Kherson because our HIMAR rockets were outranging the artillery from Russia. We were destroying Russia's artillery. They could no longer can, can keep okay. control over that city. So the rockets that we gave to Ukraine and that we trained them to use allowed them to take back some territory that had been conquered, allowed them to so free long, some of their own citizens. They, how long are we? Okay, fair enough. When, when is this going to end? When okay. is this going to end? Because so here's this, the question. We're basically, because here's the question. What are you going to stand that for? We're, you don't believe that we're at war. We do not have military personnel the in pe- country fighting Russia, but do we? But the Pentagon, the Pentagon, we might as well have. No, we, we, we might as well have. There's a big difference between equipment and people. There's a big difference. Is there? There is. When you've depleted all of your equipment, how well equipped are your men and women? No, I'll give you that, that we should be depleting our own sources, but there's a big difference between us allowing our equipment to kill Russians and us putting our people in a position where Russians are killing us. I understand that. How do we defend ourselves when China? No, we've for got example. To, I agree. We've got to. I mean, we've got we to gear that part up. But we're not thing. at war. Pentagon officials have reported. This was back last August. Uh huh. That says that say. United States munitions donated to Ukraine have severely depleted United States stockpiles. Yep, that's true. And this is according to the Pentagon, weakening United States readiness in the event of conflict. Now, the Center for Strategic and International Studies said at the rate Mm -hmm. of production, it will take 12 and a half years to replenish the United States stock of javelins alone right. sent to the Ukraine. There's a difference between not doing a good enough job of being prepared and not having the big stick that will prevent incursions elsewhere and us actually being at war. I agree we are not prepared. I agree that Joe Biden has been an awful commander-in-chief and Barack Obama okay. and Joe Biden allowed this to happen. Absolutely. But it, we can't say that we're at war. Let's be let's be accurate with the criticism. The, the effect, criticism the is, is the same. The criticism is we're not prepared. We're not prepared and that's got to change. Let's get to the top three things you need to know before tomorrow.
First thing you need to know about tomorrow, only 27.3 million people tuned in to watch President Biden's State of the Union address this week. That's the lowest number in 30 years and a drop of nearly 30 percent from last year. For comparison, President Trump's second State of the Union back in 2019 had 46.8 million viewers at the same time in his presidency. Biden also got some of the lowest ratings for people who actually watched it. A CNN poll says only 38 percent of viewers had a very positive reaction to the speech while 54% of viewers had said the same thing about President Trump's State of the Union address. You know, if Americans wanted to hear fiction, Uh they would watch, uh, you know, they probably were watching Happy Days reruns. Or MSNBC. Second thing you need to know before tomorrow, Yahoo is the latest tech company announcing massive layoffs. The company said today they are firing around 1,600 employees, representing around 20% of the company's workforce. At least 1,000 of those layoffs will occur by the end of this week. Yahoo joins a growing list of tech companies who are slashing their workforce by 5 to 10 per, to 20%, including Alphabet, Amazon, Meta, Microsoft, Zoom, and many others. Well, and look, it represents, it's emblematic of uncertainty in this Biden economy. That's what all these companies are, are citing, is that they're saying we're, we're firing these employees because we're not sure of the upcoming global economic conditions. And the third thing you need to know before tomorrow, Alabama set a record last year for the largest amount of exports from that state in state history. In 2022, $25.5 billion worth of products were shipped out of Alabama ports. Much of that was for automobile and other transportation-related products. Chemicals, metals, ores, and paper also saw increases of 20 to 35%. Alabama's ports have benefited from global supply chain disruption affecting other ports across the country. The number one destination for goods leaving Alabama was Germany. China was the number two export destination. Well, you know, we used to be a net exporter of energy. Right. And now, of course, that's all shot to you know where. Right. Thanks to Uncle Joe. Let's go, Brandon. But it's interesting. When the California ports shut down, Alabama recognized that was an opportunity for them, and they've taken full advantage of it. Coming up next, we're talking with the American Mamas. Stick around. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Tubs, we sell the best and back it with parts and service. Toro, Xmart, Ventrac mowers. To spend less time mowing and have more fun grilling with the world's best smoking grill, the Big Green Egg, or Green Mountain Pellet Grill. We provide parts and service for what we sell with 0% easy financing. Y'all come see us. Like Tubs Hardware on Facebook and may God bless the USA. Terry, I don't think I've ever seen you show up to the studio in a pair of slippers. I almost fell you out of my chair. You can wear them anywhere. I swear. You literally wore your slippers to work. Okay, they are the furriest feeling things when my feet go in there. And they have the rubber sole that's thick enough that you can wear them outside. I wore them shopping. Or to work. And people will look down and go, I know, I know, they're my slippers. They look cool. They're a beautiful they, color. That pink so is good. very pretty. Listen, my sheets. They're really? Just, those, oh my gosh, those Giza sheets. Girl, I've slept like a baby. Those are 60% off right now. 60% off if you use the AGR code. I love the towels. Yeah, the towels are awesome, too. They dry good. They're a great size. But I like to get those slippers because some days I don't have (laughs) shoes to wear to work. I think they're 50% off now if you use the AGR code. Are you going to get me some slippers? Because I won't order them. Then I'll get your sheets. Okay. Okay, we'll do that. Don't forget to use the AGR code. MyPillow, your people up. Go to MyPillow.com and type in the letters AGR for your discount code. Conservatives are being censored on social media. Big media. In colleges. Public schools. And in woke corporations all across this country. That means talk radio is the last beacon of free speech in America. So when you hear businesses supporting free speech by advertising on this station, we should thank them. They've put their money where their values are, and you should do the same. Make sure you're spending your dollars at companies that understand that free speech isn't free. Conservative listeners need to support conservative advertisers because liberty is never more than one generation away from extinction. Folks, it's your president here. President Joe Biden. Now look, I'm not playing around here. I'm serious. My old man told me I need to listen to American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr like he did. He did when, when, when we lived back in Scranton. Now look, Corn Pop, don't miss listening to the American Mamas either. Denise Arthur and Terry Netterville. I know you're being a wise guy, but I'm not messing around here, Jack. Listen to these guys. I'm telling you.
Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. You know, I, I don't say this very often, but I am angry. Uh-huh. I, I just had it. I just, I'm done. Oh, I'm sorry. I just. what I no, do? No, it's not you. Oh, okay, good. I, I mean, look, the liars in this country. Oh. I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah, no, that makes because sense. Because here's the thing. You're not lifting anyone up. You're scaring people. Mm-hmm. And, and and look, it's not as if we haven't heard this story before, how Republicans want to end Medicare. It's not how true. they want oh to my cut gosh, Social Security. Joe Biden saying that during the State of the Union address, and all the Republicans had to say, no, that's not what's going on. And he, he finally admitted in the State of the Union, well, okay, I guess I was wrong on that. I okay. guess that's not true. Oh, well, he repeated it all today. Take a listen. I know that a lot of Republicans, their dream is to cut Social Security and Medicare. Well, let me say this. If that's your dream, I'm your nightmare. (laughs) See, this is what's called a a straw man argument. Basically, what you do is you set up your your ideological opponent. Basically, you're creating a scarecrow out of straw. And then you take a stick and you just beat this thing that doesn't actually exist, that isn't real. Republicans are not trying to cancel Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security. But where is the evidence? Where is any... where's the evidence that the Republicans aren't trying to do that? Well, no. What I'm saying is oh, to the... Joe Biden. There is none. Where is your evidence? He doesn't have any. Point to something. And he, in the State of the Union address, he even admitted, after the Republicans were all like, we're not doing that. They yelled out in unison. They were screaming at him in the State of the Union address. And he finally went, well, okay, well, I guess we're all in agreement. And see, here's so, what's so... for 24 yeah. hours later, how bad is this man's dementia that he can't remember 24 hours? later that he was corrected in the moment again what's so unconscionable about this is the fact that there are older people Mm -hmm. living on fixed incomes yes that will hear this Uh and it will upset them it will concern them it will affect their blood pressure right because and they will worry Mm -hmm. all day long every day now, and 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 it it will be needlessly it will be absolutely needlessly it's just like every time we shut down the government they say oh well you're, you know you're, you're not going to get your right. you're not going to get your social security check you're not going to get your veterans those are disability lies. those are lies that are perpetuated by the democrats and the media buys into it here's the truth about this though the democrats are not serious about fixing medicare social security and medicaid all three which are the three biggest spending elements in our government all three of them are running out of money. And unless we find a way to fix them, they will die on their own. You know who wanted to sunset Social Security? Joe Biden. Senator Joe Biden. We got a question in for our American Mamas. Dear Mamas, heard any inspiring stories recently? Well, let's ask our American Mamas. Mama, Mama. She said, And joining us now, our American Mama Terry Nettleville. Denise Arthur is out and about. Um, uh, you love stories. Oh, oh you love good stories. Always you have. Tell good stories. Well, thank you. Uh, your 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 book about your father, the the notes for, of your father, that uh, kind of his his chronicles of life. Great. The, uh, the you better tweeze my chin. Someone better love me <laughs> enough to tweeze my chin. But it's full of great stories. You you love stories. You, you got any good ones for us? Oh my gosh! Yes. You know that I do. I've been telling you. I've been so excited about. Um, I'm always moved by somebody's story. That's where I learn the best, learn the most. I think that's why when I was introduced to Anne Frank in the fifth grade, I was changed forever because of her own story. Right. I just love hearing people's stories. Well, mm-hmm. the other night we were at our first pitch banquet at Louisiana Tech. It's a baseball banquet that so kind of kicks off the season. Your youngest son is uh, currently on the Louisiana yes. Tech baseball team. Your yes. oldest son went through the program. He's graduated. He's off uh, med school now. But uh, your, your youngest son is still on the team playing and rising star. Yes. Yes. All of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, it was we had to have it held into the in the big Thomas Assembly Center, which is huge. It's where the it's the basketball arena. Right. It's grown so much. So we had, you know, 500 people sitting there in the seats and then 200 more up in the arena seats. So mm. it was just full. I think part of that is because um, they are such fans of the team. But also Coach Burroughs is a phenomenal t- storyteller. 
Right. He gets asked to speak all the time everywhere, and he has such a close relationship with God as well that it seems like he always applies things. The stories that he hears or things that he's been through, he applies it to God's place in our lives. This story was remarkable, and it, it had all of us kind of wiping tears. He was telling us about the story. I, I think he said it was somewhere in Florida, but there was a father who was um, had his little six-year-old son with him out in the yard. They lived on a golf course. There's a pond that you know near their home. Right. So he was mowing the yard or doing something in the yard, and all of a sudden he hears the commotion. His son is screaming. He looks over, and there's an alligator has his legs. And he runs over there, grabs his son uh, by the wrist, and he's holding on with everything in him. He is fighting. He's not letting his son go. Right. And a neighbor hears the commotion, comes out, shoots the alligator with shotgun, alligator dies and you know of course the next day he's in the hospital bed and a reporter comes in because this is big news over there right a reporter comes in to talk to this boy and this little kid is it has this little great little personality and he's like well do, do you want to see my scars right because this this kid had just been attacked by yes. an alligator and had hundreds wounds and, and hundreds of stitches all over his yeah, legs yeah and so of course the reporter's like yes if you don't mind i would love to thinking he was going to just take those covers and rip them. Show them all those. Yeah, show them all of his scars. Mm-hmm. And the kid lifts up both of his arms, both of his wrists to the reporter and says, look at that. He had bruises and scratches from where his bro- his father was holding on to his wrist, holding on to his arms, not letting go. And he was so proud of that. Of the bruising of the, on his arms. Yes, not the, the alligator not the bites from, on yeah, his legs. Yeah, he was so proud. Like, look how hard my dad held on to me. Mm. So we're all listening. We're all captivated by the story. Right. And then he equates it to his boys, his team. You know, because if you, if you know baseball at all, it, it is not for the mentally weak. You have to be mentally strong because it will bring you to your knees oh, yeah. in a flash. Yeah. <laughs> you can have this phenomenal game one day, and then you are in the depths of despair because you had a terrible game the next. you got to have a short memory in yes. baseball. And so he was saying that all of his boys, his baseball boys, they have scars in their heart from their brother's kind of holding on to them, not letting mm-hmm. them go, you know, don't let them, not letting them go during their times of turmoil. Right, not letting them drop. And then he, then he equated it to our Heavenly Father. We may not see the scars, but he doesn't, he does not let go. Mm. He's holding on. He knows when we're about to, when we feel like we're drowning or we feel like we're being eaten up by an alligator. He knows that what we're going through and the scars are there because he is desperately reaching out, reaching on, holding on. And we've all been to places where we can remember and I always go back to when my dad was the, his sickest and I just could feel God just holding on to me as fast. I mean, as hard as he could, because I was trying to let go of him during that time. I was losing my faith. Right. But he wouldn't let me go. Right. And I could feel it completely. So that is when I looked around, people were wiping their eyes. People, I could tell that it was resonating with so many people because we've all been in that place where we need our heavenly father to hold on to us and pull us back into safety and into our his arms. And so I left there feeling higher than a kite. I thought, here we go again, another story that has reminded me. What is that? There's a quote where it says, a friend is somebody who reminds you of the words of the song that you sometimes forget the words to or something like that. It When I hear stories like this, when someone gives a speech like that, it's like, oh my God, that's right. It's a reminder to me in my heart that God's holding on to us and he, he's, he'll never ever forsake us i think this is why jesus taught in stories ah i think you're right if you'd like to ask our american mamas a question go to our website americangroundradio.com slash mamas and click on the ask the mamas button denise arthur will be back turn out of thank you so much thank you coming up next here on american ground radio we are digging deep we'll be right back stick around there's more fresh roasted american ground radio brewing so stick around That's good radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Hey, Denise Arthur here. We've just finished rebuilding our website from the ground up. Go to AmericanGroundRadio.com and you'll find our latest podcasts, videos, and blog posts. And you'll also find our new online store. At AmericanGroundRadio.com slash shop, you'll find the Conservative Kid Growth Kit, the Freedom Sings CD, the Presidential Tumblr, and our book, Bright Spots Big Country. And checkout is simple, safe, and secure. So go ahead and head on over to AmericanGroundRadio.com slash shop today. 
American Ground Radio is in nearly 40 markets across our great country, and we're expanding every month. American Ground Radio is looking for businesses that join one of the fastest-growing conservative talk shows in our country. When you become a sponsor of American Ground Radio, you'll see results, and you'll support a show that represents conservatives who love their country. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor in your market, go to AmericanGroundRadio.com and click on Contact. Maybe it was that fourth grade teacher who believed in you. Or the big-eyed girl who smiled when you were the new kid. Maybe it was watching your child as she took her first steps. Those aha moments in life when everything seemed to come into focus. Those are the bright spots that lift us up when we're feeling down and show us a path from the ordinary to the extraordinary. America's history is filled with bright spots too. The greatness of America is that it allows each of us to see the greatness within ourselves. That is how America became great. One dream, one bright spot at a time. Bright Spots Big Country, What Makes America Great by Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and brightspotsbigcountry.com. In the next few minutes, minds will be opened. New journeys will begin. Small wonders can occur in just a few minutes. How? By listening to American Ground Radio every day. Fully informed, entertaining, and prepared just for you. Listen for just a few minutes and enjoy. On air or wherever you listen to podcasts. In the next few minutes, good things are going to happen on American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. It's what's for dinner. American Ground Radio. Four out of five doctors banned by YouTube now agree. Listening just one hour a day to American Ground Radio may improve your mood, energy level, and vision. American Ground Radio, Stephen Parr with Lewis Sar Abalone. Okay, so the day after the Trump inauguration, uh-huh. the very next day, yeah, you remember there was that protest march. Oh yeah, all those women wearing those pink hats, and see, remember, they were all over Washington D.C. And see, remember the left is all like, oh well, the 2020 was the first time we didn't have a peaceful transition into. The- no, 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 2016 was the first time we didn't have a peaceful transition into office. There were people protesting democracy the day after President Trump was inaugurated. There were people who lit fires and and trashed stores on Pennsylvania Avenue. No, I remember the day of the election or the day of the inauguration. Okay, can we talk about the hats? Okay, we. Well, the little that little hats and those yeah. were to represent yeah you know uh-huh. this is a family show female body parts female body parts yeah. and of course those hats uh-huh. representing female body parts were yeah. all over Washington D.C. Oh, yeah. in restaurants oh, yes. in museums uh-huh. on the Smithsonian Mall sure well that must have been okay didn't offend anyone okay but. Take a group of students from a Catholic school mm-hmm. in Greenville, South Carolina. Yes. Who is visiting who who were visiting the nation's capital for the annual pro life march right. last month, right. January the twentieth. Well, they decided to stop at a museum. Uh-huh. At the National Air and Space Museum. Great museum. It's a wonderful museum. Yeah. They were all wearing hats. Oh, okay. They weren't pink hats. No. These were blue beanies uh-huh. with the words rosary pro-life. That's it. Okay. Rosary pro-life. Okay. Pray the rosary being pro-life. Gotcha. They Makes got sense. they got bounced out of the Smithsonian's National Air and Space Museum. Why? Under under what pretext? Because the security officers uh-huh. told them their hats were not allowed in the museum. Why not? Because it was a neutral zone, they said. No such thing. There is no such thing, absolutely. Well, now... The the First Amendment does not have... um, They kicked them out. They put them out on the street of the National Air and Space Museum. Well, now, Mm -hmm. the Smithsonian has admitted they were wrong. Oh, you think? 
there and the staff was demeaning. They were hurling all these expletives according to yeah, the, the lawsuit. Well, now the school has filed suit. They should on behalf of the students. They should. The, but their their civil rights were denied by the museums, the Smithsonian Museum. Of uh, the, you, they're supposed to understand what the First Amendment's all about. They're supposed to have d- displays on the First Amendment. Well, and kudos to the students, yeah, because they refused to take their hats off. Good. I mean, it just said rosary. I guess pro life. I and guess they, they were, learned something about American history, and they were there. So maybe if they had had a hat that represented a female body part, maybe it would have been just fine, right? No, there would have been other problems with that. Well, not from the security guards. No, they no. would have been able to go to the museum. But just because a security guard thinks it's okay. Yeah, I know. Doesn't I know, mean it's right. I know. Let's get to a digging deep. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, whoop, about to step down. Hey, uh, remember Ronald Reagan's question during his 1980 debate with then-President Jimmy Carter? Are you better off than you were four years ago? Is it easier for you to go and buy things in the stores than it was four years ago? See, Gallup's been asking where that. Where did you get that audio? Was that your own personal VHS tape where you recorded it? Oh, you think my VHS tape would have sounded that good after as many times as I've watched it? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go Actually, ahead. I got that from the Reagan Library. No, no. It's it's very o- very authentic. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. So Gallup has been asking people that question basically ever since, not four years ago, but are you better off than you were last year? This is a poll question they sure. do every year. Right now, Gallup's latest poll, 50% of Americans say they are worse off than they were a year ago. Only 35% of Americans say they are better off. Now, that 50% saying they are worse off, that's the highest number saying that since 2009 at the beginning of the Great Recession. But see, and look, I know a lot of folks point to, you know, no one shows up at his mm-hmm. rallies. Yeah. No one pays attention to his State of the Union addresses. Talking about Biden. And that, you know, that's an indication of why folks are don't feel that their lives have improved, that they've actually worsened. Okay. But it's been like that from day one. I mean, in in other words, here's a guy mm-hmm. that is supposedly received who supposedly received more votes than any other American president right. in American history. Yeah. And yet he can't even I mean he can't even attract a crowd. But between two thousand eight and two thousand nine, the only other those are the only other two times in history when 50% or more Americans said they were worse off than the previous year. That includes 1980, the year that Reagan asked Jimmy Carter that question. In January of 1980, only 24% of people said they were worse off than the year before, yet by January of 81, Reagan was president. Okay? Now, what's more? It's the lowest-income Americans who are doing the worst. They are the ones losing more ground under Joe Biden. When you break this down by income group, according to Gallup, 61% of lower-income Americans say they are worse off than last year. Only 43% of upper-income Americans say they are worse off than last year. Because inflation erodes their buying power. I mean, it takes up, it it erodes away a greater percentage of their income, of lower-income Americans. And what's so ridiculous about this is that they're the first to say Donald Trump is racist. Donald Trump is not the right guy. The irony is that many of the poorest Americans voted for Biden when they were actually doing better for their families under Trump. Right. And there's a lot of people who will criticize Republicans, criticize President Trump to say, oh, well, only the rich got richer. That's not true. Under Trump. That's it was the poorest Americans who had their incomes grow the fastest. Look at the numbers. That's that's exactly what happened. Now, Americans in general are an optimistic people. You agree with that? The glass is half full. Yes, absolutely. When asked if they expect their situation to be better a year from now, 60% of Americans said yes. Only 28% said they expected to be worse off next year. Sounds great, right? That sounds like a good thing for Biden, right? But again, we are an optimistic people historically. The last time fewer than half of Americans expected to be better off a year later was back in 1993, and we've never had a year when a majority of Americans expected to be worse off. At 28% saying that this year, we're actually close to the record high of 31%. That 28% number of people saying, I expect to be worse off the next year, is 
practically record pessimism for Americans. We're within three points of the record of least optimistic in our history. But I think that 60% that said they expect their situation to be better a year from now, I think some of that may be, hey, we've got conservatives, we've got Republicans that are controlling the House that will put the brakes on the absolute chaotic ride that we've had. But again, that 60% is lower than it's been in the past. That 60%, it sounds like a positive number, but compared to where it's been in the past, it's it's not. No, I I get it. I get it. It's down. It's just that we are an optimistic people, and we have a belief in self-determination. It's one of the the three pillars of conservatism, self-determination. Well, if you believed that you couldn't make your life better in the next year, odds are you wouldn't, right? We are an optimistic people, and that is in our favor. But even with our history of being optimistic people, we're still kind of at record pessimism under Joe Biden. Well, it doesn't help that Joe Biden's going all around the country saying that Republicans want to end Social Security, that they want to cut Medicare. I mean, it's just you know what? I don't think they're lies. I don't think there's a single person in America who actually believes that. I I really that's I, I disagree with you. I think there's a certain percentage of people who believe exactly that. That's a shame. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Fellas, what about some barbecue this Thursday? Uh, well, I hear that Bodacious Bar in Q is hosting Ladies' Night on Thursday. Love me some barbecue! Join us Thursday for Ladies' Night at Bodacious Bar in Q. Mixed drinks are only $5 and get $3 off on a glass of wine. Ladies, come out for the drinks. Guys, come out for the, uh, barbecue. And on Monday night, it's Music Bingo at Bodacious Bar in Q at 8410 Line Avenue in Lewis, what's the toughest challenge for business owners? Finding employees, especially quality employees. Well, our friends at Express Employment Professionals serve businesses across Caddo and Bossier Parishes. And Express Employment Professionals never charge the applicant a fee. If you need employees or are struggling with what you have, call Blake at 318-226-8777. Blake will customize a recruiting plan that works for your organization and your budget. Call Express Employment Professionals at 318-226-8777. I don't think I've ever seen you show up to the studio in a pair of slippers. I almost fell out of my chair. You can wear them anywhere. I swear. You literally wore your slippers to work. Okay, they are the furriest feeling things when my feet go in there. And they have the rubber sole that's thick enough that you can wear them outside. I wore them shopping. to work. And people will look down and go, I know, I know, they're my slippers. They look cool. They're a beautiful color. That pink is very pretty. Listen, my sheets. Really? Oh my gosh, those Giza sheets. Girl, I've slept like a baby. Those are 60% off right now. 60% off if you use the AGR code. I love the towels. Yeah, the towels are awesome, too. They dry good. They're a great size. But I'm going to get those slippers because some days I don't have (laughs) shoes to wear to work. I think they're 50% off now if you use the AGR code. Are you going to get me some slippers? Because I won't order them. Then I'll get your sheets. Okay. Okay, we'll do that. forget to use the AGR code. My pillow, your people up. Go to MyPillow.com and type in the letters AGR for your discount code. Ronald Reagan once asked, are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents in the long history of the world? Well, that's why we made this CD. Freedom Sings is a collection of songs from America's history. Each one tells a story from our founding up till today. Not only do we include classics like America the Beautiful and This Land is Your Land, but we also tell the stories behind the songs, who wrote them and why, and what they mean to everyday Americans when they first heard these patriotic tunes. If you want your kids to know what America represents in the long history of the world, then you need to get Freedom Sings. Just look for it in the iTunes store and download it for your computer or mobile device. Get Freedom Sings for your kids and keep liberty marching on for the next generation. Yeah, pay attention while I paint the picture. Gas prices increasing, the richer getting richer. You need the honest, real deal info. Gotta tune in, American Ground Radio. Uh, what's happening to the country? We need order. The chaos going down at the southern border. It's getting intense, time that we make sense. Families are struggling because they can't afford rent. American Ground Radio, let's go. Hey. 
American Ground Radio. Let's go. Hey. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Power with Louis R. Avalone. I know you were making fun of me for that Reagan clip. With no, the, I wasn't making fun of you. But it, the thing is, it was just a long time ago. I remember watching it live. Like I said, it was a very long time ago. As a very young child, I would watch presidential debates. I, I admit it. Well, and, <laughs> and now you're going to get me talking about uh-huh. televised debates okay. because the very first one between Nixon yeah. and John F. Kennedy. I was not alive then. Stop under- telling people I'm no, old. No, I'm not saying that. But here's the thing, <laughs> and, and this is the the power of the visual yeah. communication. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that the people who watched the debate with Nixon on and Kennedy. television, uh-huh. they believe JFK won. Hands down. But if you listen to the debate mm-hmm. on radio, right. you thought Nixon won. Isn't that interesting? It's just... But it's because JFK used makeup. Nixon didn't. Well, Nixon but was sweating. Nixon was sweating, and, and he's not. He was never a good-looking guy to begin with. Well, okay, maybe his wife thought he was quite handsome. I bet she didn't. But anyway, now <laughs> Biden can go all around on a separate subject. Okay, Biden can go all around this country. He can tell people how inflation is under control, right? And that you know, good times. It's just gone up an inch. It's going to be the the roaring twenty twenty three ahead, on, man. Inflation only went up an inch. That's what I'm saying. But we're not out of the inflation woods yet. And, and here's the thing. What? Because people in December, yeah. back in December, they mm-hmm. thought, well, okay, maybe inflation, we're going to have this soft landing because they looked at the drop in gasoline prices. Sure. And in December, that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened. You had a, a drop in gasoline prices. Well, okay. the reason that many people now say, and I think this coincides with the number of layoffs that you're seeing nationwide, is that all of that reversed in January. Gas prices actually climbed. They did. From an average of $3.21 a gallon in Mm -hmm. December to $3.39 in January, which is a 4% increase. So we're not out of the inflation woods yet. And I think a lot of these CEOs that in these massive layoffs. And the Fed's going to continue to raise rates. They see it. So buckle up. Tell you what, let's get to a bright spot. Here's a bright spot that doesn't get reported much. 80% of children with gender dysphoria grow out of it by adulthood. Four out of five. That's remarkable. Where is this study from? It's according to a Finnish child psychologist, Rita Kertu, I'm sorry, Kautiala. She said during an interview with the Finnish news outlet, quote, for children, the construction of identity is just underway. And the final outcome of the development is not known, even for the not even for the young person. Basically, what she's saying is when kids are young, they don't fully understand who they are. Yes. Well, did she track? I mean, you're saying four out of five. She's been dealing with gender dysphoria patients in Finland for more than 15 years. She's been tracking this with her own patients. And she's saying, yeah, 80 percent of the 80 percent of the time, the kids grow out of this phase on their own. So as a child psychologist, her client, yes. her client base, her clientele, she and the see, data she's seeing in the country of Finland as a whole. And so of the patients that she sees, she uh-huh. says about four out of five of them kind of grow out of it. Now, what's more is she says for the vast majority of the kids suffering with gen- transgender issues, there are other issues at play as well. And this doesn't get reported as much either. There are mental health issues. There are learning difficulties, developmental problems, and child abuse problems. Those are present in 75% of the kids who think they are transgender. So there may be other issues causing the mental health issues, the learning difficulties, the developmental problems. And the transgender gets brought into all that. As a result, Saying we have to mutilate the genitals of these kids or sterilize them so that they don't commit suicide is a false argument. The things that lead to suicidal thoughts are more likely to be related to the child abuse or the serious mental struggles. And the gender dysphoria is a symptom of those other problems, not the cause so we're of those hi- other we're problems. We're hyper-focusing on the wrong thing. Gender dysphoria. 
uh, because, well, because it serves a purpose, right? A it political ser- purpose. A, a, an agenda purpose. Yes, but it doesn't serve the purpose of helping the kids. And then shouldn't that be where our focus is? Well, I, mean, I guess some people might call this social contagion. Okay, so as she does, this doctor does talk about social contagion. She says it's a real thing and it's a harmful thing. She says, quote, the young person tries out different identities and is prone to suggestion. Okay, so you've got a kid whose brain's developing still. And the kid starts going, I don't feel like other people. I don't think I'm normal. And you get an adult go, you're right. You're trapped in the wrong body. When it could be. Hey, you're still developing. Yeah. You're still trying to figure out who you are, what it is that you like, what it is that you're interested in. She says acceptance. So so people say, oh, you've got to accept this kid for who they are. They say they're transgender. You've got to accept that they're transgender and you've got to do all this gender surgery. She says, no, acceptance is saying that you are a boy who feels like you were a girl. It's okay, And you can be who you are. And let's see what happens when you grow up. She says, it's okay for you to feel like this at this point. It's understandable. We don't have to rush into something. But you haven't finished developing. You haven't finished growing. You may feel differently when you're an adult. It's okay that you feel this way now. I didn't always feel the same way about me growing up. You're not always going to feel the same way about you growing up. I understand what you're saying. I accept that that's how you feel. And let's see how you develop. The possibility that most kids will grow out of their gender confusion is a good thing. Absolutely. That's a fantastic thing. But it's only going to happen if we let it happen. If we force kids into the opposite gender of what they really are, the vast majority of the kids involved will come to deeply and desperately regret that later on in life. No, and we're not judging. It's just let things develop. There we go. We'll be right back. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Tubbs, we sell the best and back it with parts and service. Toro, Xmark, Ventrac mowers. To spend less time mowing and have more fun grilling with the world's best smoking grill, the Big Green Egg, or Green Mountain Pellet Grill. We provide parts and service for what we sell with 0% easy financing. Y'all come see us. Like Tubbs Hardware on Facebook and may God bless the USA. MyPillow is now a proud sponsor of American Ground Radio, which is really great. I mean, we all have MyPillow products at home, and it's so fantastic that an industry leader like MyPillow has invested in American Ground Radio coast to coast. And because we're now working with MyPillow, you can get some great deals. If you go to their website, MyPillow.com, type in the letters AGR for your discount code, you get some massive discounts right away. Right, like the luxurious Giza Dream Sheets. They're 60% off right now. Now with the AGR code, I'm telling you, no sleepless nights with these folks. Or you get a six-piece MyPillow towel set for $70 off. That's a huge discount just by typing in three little letters, AGR. You can get $50 off the classic MyPillow right now with the AGR discount code. And on every single item, thanks to the sponsorship of MyPillow and American Ground Radio, you save bigly. Huge. Yeah, so go to MyPillow.com and type in those letters, AGR, and start sleeping like a baby tonight. Maybe it was that fourth grade teacher who believed in you. Or the big-eyed girl who smiled when you were the new kid. Maybe it was watching your child as she took her first steps. Those aha moments in life when everything seemed to come into focus. Those are the bright spots that lift us up when we're feeling down and show us a path from the ordinary to the extraordinary. America's history is filled with bright spots, too. The greatness of America is that it allows each of us to see the greatness within ourselves. That is how America became great. One dream, one bright spot at a time. Bright Spots Big Country, What Makes America Great by Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and brightspotsbigcountry.com. Conservatives are being censored on social media. Big media. In colleges. Public schools. And in woke corporations all across this country. That means talk radio is the last beacon of free speech in America. So when you hear businesses supporting free speech by advertising on this station, we should thank them. They've put their money where their values are, and you should do the same. Make sure you're spending your dollars at companies that understand that free 
speech isn't free. Conservative listeners need to support conservative advertisers because liberty is never more than one generation away from extinction. American Ground Radio is in nearly 40 markets across our great country, and we're expanding every month. American Ground Radio is looking for businesses that join one of the fastest-growing conservative talk shows in our country. When you become a sponsor of American Ground Radio, you'll see results, and you'll support a show that represents conservatives who love their country. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor in your market, go to AmericanGroundRadio.com and click on Contact. Back to American Ground Radio, Stephen Paul with Louis R. Avalone. You know, depleting our military resources, uh, devaluing our currency, mm-hmm. uh, the, the lawlessness across our country. Uh, what are bad things for America for a thousand? Well, Alex? yeah. I mean, and, and here you've got the Biden administration not only practicing these policies, they, they they're s- doubling down on them. They somehow think all this is good it's, for America. It's working. I mean, and look at. After COVID, for example. Okay. Do you know how many students in this country are unaccounted for now? Wait, students? What do you students. Mean? Unaccounted for? What do you unaccounted mean? Like, like they're for. they're missing? They are not in school. They're not being homeschooled. They're not in private school. They have literally just vanished I haven't heard off this. of the map. I haven't heard this. There is an estimated 240,000 students across 21 different states that just aren't in school. That did not return to school following the coronavirus. So we don't know if they're homeschooled? This Maybe they're a, homeschooling? Or? No, no, no. This is a study from Stanford and the Associated Press. Huh. So, I mean... And what see, do they think happened to these kids? Well, obviously, they're roaming the streets. Where where are? Where else would they be? Well, I mean... I mean, it... it you it, could have some parents that are homeschooling that didn't, like, fill out the right paperwork or whatever. That's possible. Well, and in this study, they said they accounted for that. So, really? I mean, what about the future of this country when you're missing a quarter million students? Whoa. When I say whoa, I mean whoa. Back in 1982, Vic- Vicki Moretz was about to travel outside the United States for the first time in her life. At the age of 22, she had just graduated from college, was on her way to London. Well, to keep the prices down, she ended up flying standby, so she was getting the last seat on the plane and sat down next to a total stranger. But she and the stranger quickly became friends, talking the whole way to London. Graham was actually from England and offered to show Vicky around the city. A few days later, he invited her up to his family's place in northern England to meet his parents. A few months later, they were engaged and were married before the end of the year. It's now been 40 years. Vicky and Graham are still happily married with two grown children of their own. Vicky and Graham say they were so lucky to end up sitting next to each other on that plane and still enjoy traveling the world together today. What a great story. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy. <laughs> 